This is Canada Reads American Style, featuring two friends who love Canada Reads and Canadian literature. Welcome our host Rebecca from Michigan and Tara from Ontario. Hi everyone, it is Rebecca and Tara, and today our subject is going to be about our personal bookshelves. Tara had this great idea to chat about what our bookshelves are like at home, and I thought that was a great idea. But first, I want to ask, Tara, what have you been up to lately? Okay, well, I have had a little bit of an adventure last night. So my oldest, Quinn, is 17, and he's played a lacrosse, rep lacrosse for a long time, but he's aged out. So this season, he decided he wanted to become a ref. So he did the course training. And last night was his second game. So he and I end up driving to Six Nations, which is about 45 minutes away from where we live, uh, Mm. so that he could ref two under nine lacrosse games. Oh, Oh my God, Rebecca. So (laughs) much fun. Like I was like, oh, I, I brought my book and I'm like, I'll just read for two hours. Well, these kids are so entertaining and so dang cute that I like did not read very much at all. I just wanted to watch them run around these with their big lacrosse. They're so cute. Oh my God. So cute. I can't um, even imagine. Oh yeah. Quinn did get yelled at at one time by <laughs> an oh. eight-year-old. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a, a parent or oh, something. Oh no, no, no. All the parents were great coaches. One coach got upset with him, thought he made a wrong call and Quinn stuck to his guns and he was fine. But oh. nope, this little kid, uh, had the ball taken away from him and thought Quinn should have uh, called a penalty. And he gave Quinn a little piece of his mind. It was wow. really cute. I texted Mike going, Quinn just got yelled at by Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to say, at the end of the evening, as we were getting ready to leave, I went to the washroom and there was a little girl in there and she was no longer in her jersey, but she was in her team shirt. So I could tell and her face was all like flushed. So I could tell. And I'm like, oh, were you playing tonight? She's like, yes, I was just like, I just played. I'm like, oh, that was a very entertaining game. Very entertaining. You guys did great. And she looked at me. She's sweet. These little cheeks, two braids. Oh, gosh, she was so cute. And she's like, I hit someone and they fell down on the ground. And she had the biggest smile on her face. And I'm like, yes, you did. I'm like, you are amazing. And I'm like, what am I saying? But I'm like, it's just. <laughs> I was going to say, are you supposed to knock people down? In, oh, yes. uh, oh, you are. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, like, okay. it, it is the funniest thing because I am such a pacifist and I'm not a huge fan of hockey. Mm. And that's part of the reason, like, I don't like the fighting. But lacrosse is way worse than hockey. I love lacrosse. It's the strangest thing. Like, I have parents sitting beside me last night, one mother yelled at to like her eight-year-old kid, be more aggressive, Ty. And I'm like, this sport, it's fantastic. I love it. That little girl was so proud of herself. (laughs) We had a great night. Quinn did a great job. He loved it. So much fun. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, hockey, I get. And, you know, I understand that. I just, I guess I've not seen enough lacrosse to know that people – do that kind of thing. I mean, yeah. like that they knock each other over or oh, whatever. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. even in hockey, I don't know the details because I'm not, I don't follow it that much. And I, Quinn played for a couple of years, but only house league um, mm-hmm. level. You're not allowed to check until a certain age. Are you yeah. allowed to do checking? 
yeah. at lacrosse, you start right at the beginning. That's part of the game. Wow. It's checking. Yeah. So like Quinn last night as a ref was just making sure that they were checking properly, you yeah. know, right? but yeah, these like seven and eight year olds were checking. <laughs> and I'm assuming this is probably a stupid question, but I assume they were helmets and like full pads oh, yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. So cute. <laughs> so cute. It was a very entertaining evening. Very entertaining. That's, it does sound really fun, yeah. actually. I would love that. Yeah. yeah. That's and cool. what about yourself? Why are we, what have you been up to? So today I needed a day off, even though, yes, I am retired. I needed a day off where <laughs> I just did something fun. So my happy place is to go to Port Huron. And there's this place called, well, actually, I think it's called like the Maritime Center or something, but I always call okay. it Vantage Point because it's kind of that, it also has that name, I guess. But Anyway, you can watch the Great Lakes ships come through. And and the way it narrows, it kind of goes from Lake Huron into the St. Clair River and then down to the St. Clair Lake or something. And then it goes through Detroit and then blah, 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 into the next Great Lakes. But anyway, I saw six ships today, but, but five I had never seen before. So I get pretty, I'm a total ship nerd. I'm not yeah. kidding you. I was so excited to see all these uh, Great Lakes ships that I hadn't seen before. It's just, I don't know. It is, it's a nerdy thing, I, I admit. And I have an app and it tells you what year it was built, often what it carries, uh, what, and it'll tell you where it, where it's, what its origin is, like where it started and where it's headed. And it was funny because there was one ship that had a really funky name. I can't even remember what it was. And I was really excited because I thought, I know I've never seen this ship. And then it docked in Sarnia, but south of where I was. So I was like, damn it. So I didn't get to see that one go by. But anyway, I still had five brand new ships today. So that was really cool. I have a question. So yeah. do you mean by that you haven't seen before? So not just that there, it's a type of ship that you haven't seen before, but the actual ship. The actual ship because it they all have wow. names yeah they all have yeah. names and they fly under different flags and in fact it's weird because some of them are like Marshall Islands and stuff it's really mm-hmm. fascinating to me the whole thing about ships that traverse the Great Lakes and the app I have will actually show you ships around the world and I'm I will show this app to you the next time we were together because when you look to see how many ships at any one time are in the water, around the world. It's shocking. Like, I had no idea. Wow. But the same ships traverse the Great Lakes. So, like, I've like okay. today I saw the K.E. Barker. I've seen that ship many, many times. And I've seen many of them many, many times. But today, I just can't believe, like, I had five new ships. So that was a real big That's thrill. Cool. <laughs> My do boat nerd thrill. a log of the ships that you've seen? Or do you just I- remember? <laughs> I actually uh, take pictures nice. so I can see the name of the ship at the front of it, you know. Yeah. And then I um, I add it to my personal Instagram so then I can go back and look to see if I've seen that ship before, which is kind of mm-hmm. how I knew I hadn't seen yeah. them. Very cool. But not a paper log. Like you don't have a little log book? Okay. Well, this is really nerdy now. Okay, no, so I love I went... nerdiness. Go. Okay. I, I'm really hoping you have a log book. Okay. So <laughs> sometime you have to come and, and to the U.S. side yeah. and I'll show you where I go and what I do, but there's a, a restaurant called Freighters uh, right there um, next to the Blue Water Bridge. And if you go into that restaurant, they have a little gift shop and they had a book that comes out. I don't know if it comes out every year, but it, I think it does because it'll tell you what ships you will see that year. So like it'll say oh. 20, 
22, 23 or something like that. And so I could, I did read a lot about the ships in that. I can still get the same info pretty much on the app, but anyway, so I could mark them there, but honestly, I just had started doing it on my Instagram. So I started just doing it that way. But, um, yeah. And, and, oh, and also if you go to freighters, the restaurant, they have these big picture windows. And when the ship comes through and they go under the blue water bridge, it's the narrowest it's going to be in that whole area. Cause again, it goes from the lake down to the river. Mm-hmm. And I mean to tell you, it's like the, it's like, you feel like you could just reach out and touch the ships. I swear to cool. God, that's how, and you're sitting in the restaurant, and these big picture windows and it's really cool. So nice. anyway, so that's what I did today. Yeah. Very cool. On to our bookshelf banter. Yes. So yeah. tell me, about your bookshelves. Okay. I am going to say, so previous to this, so about 20 years ago, this is how I started organizing my bookshelf. When I realized, so I think previous to this, I may have tried alphabetical or I may have done nothing and they may have just been thrown on my bookshelf. Mm -hmm. About 20 years ago, I realized that the majority of my books are by Canadian authors. Mm -hmm. So I have... I dedicated one entire bookshelf, so not just a shelf, but like a bookshelf, the whole thing, to just my Canadian lit books. So I have one entire bookshelf that's just my Canadian books. Wow. And I've now, that has now like overflowed into, onto another bookshelf. Yeah. That now I just have like a few extra random ones. So that, though, that's my main way. And that I organize. They are not organized alphabetically. I try to keep the same authors. Like I keep authors books grouped together if I can. I'm not quite that. I'm, I'm not really uh, that anal about making it alphabetical or pretty. You know what I mean? How, but how do you know if you want to find a book? How would you, how do you know where it is? I remember. I, oh, their location? Wow. Yeah. Like I okay. kind of like, so I just have the one main book or bookshelf that has most of my Canadian lit. And mm-hmm. then I have maybe two other like individual shelves that now contain my Canadian lit. So mm-hmm. I kind of, there aren't a lot of options as to where it can be. Mm-hmm. And I kind of know that past like books that I've purchased past a certain year are now on this shelf because there's no room for them on the green shelf anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And then and are these also books that you've read and or not read? Are they all mixed together? Just read. I would never mix my unread books and my read books together. Got no, it. no, that's not even been like an option. I wouldn't even think of doing that. Yeah. I've heard of people doing that and I don't understand it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no. I agree. Yeah. No. I'm like, I gotta, cause how do you know then if, if they're all mixed together, how do you know when you're going to read that, un- that unread book? I know. That's what right? I wonder. I, as, I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. So that's my main ta- way. And then I have like a couple of individual shelves. Like I have a shelf for my poetry. Oh. Yep. I have a shelf for American authors, like an individual shelf, not a great big, like a, a unit. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, another shelf for the rest of the world, I, which has made me realize I don't read a lot of books outside of North America. 
mm-hmm. because even that shelf tends to be mostly authors from the UK. Okay. But I should broaden, but that's my main thing. Okay. So basically how many bookshelves total then do you have? So you have. One full one. Yeah. And then we did have, I have, I'm probably working on almost another second full one. Got it. Yeah. So about two, let's say two. I don't have a huge number, a large number of books. I I don't know if that sounds like I, my husband would disagree and say that I have too many. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> think I do because I purged a lot several years ago when I realized I had lots that I didn't like and mm-hmm. I purchased and I didn't like them and I wasn't going to read them again. So I purged a lot and just kept books by my favorite authors and books that I know I'm going to read again. Mm-hmm. And I've been very like particular about what books I purchase. Yeah. Okay. But I yeah. also know, cause I've seen it on your Instagram <laughs> uh, feed before yeah. you have a huge stack next to your bed. Yes. Now, what are those? Okay, I so consider I, that a shelf. Cause yeah. Okay. Then I, I didn't yeah. count those. So I actually have two <laughs> huge stacks beside my bed. So one, or I should say in the one beside the bed, one is like at the, on another shelf in the bedroom. So those are my unread books. The biggest pile mm-hmm. is books that I've purchased for myself or that I've been gifted. Mm-hmm. And then I have another growing pile because I don't know how to say no to people when they lend me books. So I have oh, another yeah. pile beside my bed that yeah. is literally a tower now, about two feet of people, which is very sweet. I love when people think of me and lend me a book. Mostly, it's my youngest child that's giving me the books. Every Aww. time he finishes a book, he's like, read this. So, And my yeah. mom and my aunt. And I have another friend. I have actually sporadic friends that will give me books, so, which is really nice. But that yeah. one is creeping up quite high, too. Okay. Yeah. That's my question. Because yeah. do you, in your mind, I know it probably not officially, but... Uh, or formally, but do you have a period of time where you go, oh, I better get this read because somebody loaned it to me and I want to get it back to them. And so you focus on those or no? I try to because I hate to keep a book too long that someone has lent me. Yeah. However, I also have to be in the mood to read the book. So I think I, at times I end up keeping books that people lend me too long and I feel bad about that, but I kind of have to wait till I want to read it. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. How about you? How okay, do you do it? So I have three bookshelves, sort of. So I have one okay. in the basement, and that's everything I've ever all all my books that I've read that I've kept, and anything that I've read that I just say I really don't want to keep it necessarily. Yeah. I donate it to my public library. And again, I should mention for those who may not know, I was a librarian. I'm a retired librarian. And I mostly, I didn't really buy books that often because for my whole career, I was just getting them from the library. But anyway, so this one shelf, and I would say 99% of it is Canadian because the American stuff, I always feel like I can get access to again, if I wanted to read it Mm -hmm. and I'm not a big rereader, but I thought "Eh, I probably could get it. The Canadian books I've really kind of hold on to that I liked because I may not be able to get those again. And I want to make sure if I do want to reread, I have access to it. So that's in the basement and it's a four, it's a four shelf. I think it's four shelves and it's like a barrister bookshelf. Cause I, I always want to keep my books covered because mm-hmm. I've worked in libraries long enough to know that the dust that settles in books, yeah. it just drives me crazy because I don't like to dust. So yeah. 
I have barrister one down in the basement. And then on the first floor, I have like these, I think it's, I think it's Ikea and they're Billy bookshelves or something. There's like kind of famous ones. Oh yes. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I have double ones. So there's like, like, anyway, I've got two of them. They're rather large and they're together. And then I have all the books that I have purchased that I have, that I want to read. So there aren't that many because mostly it's my collectible stuff that's sitting on those shelves, but I do have books on the shelves. And then I am reminded because my goal is if I buy a book, I want to read it within a year. And I know that's mm-hmm. really not the norm and that's okay. That's a good goal. Uh, yeah. I just yeah. don't, I just, cause I'm a mood reader. So I know if I'm not going to, if I don't read it in a year, I'm never going to read it. And then I'm going to be mad that I spent the money, although I'm supporting an author. So that's a good thing. Yeah. But then I figure, I'll just give it to the public library. So I just donate my books that I don't read. So I have that shelf. And it's funny because some friends of mine um, who are visiting from out of state, they, it was hilarious. They know I'm a librarian. So they saw my shelves and I only had a few books on it and they laughed and they were like, well, where the hell are your books? And I said, <laughs> at the public library where I check them out. I said, I don't really own a lot of books. So they were shocked when they saw how few books were sitting on my shelves. So Anyway, there's that. So those are the ones I want to read. And then I just added a little bookshelf into my kind of office area mm-hmm. because these are the books that like you, maybe somebody, well, maybe a, an author sent us a book or something or sent me a book uh, or books like I have the Grimm's fairy tales that I want to read. Mm-hmm. So different things that I want to be able to just pick it up, read a story and put it back. So I keep it up here because this is a mostly if it's, if I'm not outdoors reading, I'm up here reading. And so it's just a little shelf that just has a few books on it. And nice. some of them are also books I've read that need to just go down to the basement. And I've been too lazy to just take them yeah. down there. So yeah. that's kind of really what I have. I don't have a ton. And one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to actually take pictures of our bookshelves, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we're going to post it on our Instagram. So when this actually um, this is how we're going to advertise this podcast. So when you see our pictures on our Instagram accounts, you'll know that this podcast has dropped and you can actually see where our bookshelves are and what they kind of yes. look like. So, yeah. Please don't judge the messiness of my bookshelves. <laughs> hey, I, I mine are actually really neat, but people will be shocked that I have so few books, yeah. I think, yeah. because I just, like I said, I I just always use my public library mostly. Now I have a question for you. Yeah. On your shelf, like the ones, the one in the basement of mm-hmm. the books that you've read, mm-hmm. do you have those organized oh. on the shelf? Like, are they alphabetical fiction, nonfiction? Do you, you know what I mean? hundred percent. They're alphabetical because okay. I, if I need to grab a book for whatever reason, and yeah. that's just my, uh, it's encoded in me as a human being, as a librarian, mm-hmm. I think that it has to be alphabetical. So they're not divided any other way. I do have some like coffee table books, sort of bigger ones, and they sit on the, they lay a certain way on the shelf because they won't stand up straight. So they kind of are on the bottom. And then I have some, you know, I can't even think of what some, maybe a few little odds and ends that are in that bottom of that bookcase. So it's not even, it's not even all four shelves are full of books, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. So, but no, that part is alphabetical. The stuff that's on the first floor of books to be read, that's not arranged. There aren't that many of them. So they're just there 
Oh, but I will say down on that second or on the first floor, I do have, there are three series that I'm reading over time, Redwall, Narnia, and Anne of Green Gables. So I bought those as like kind of Narnia and um, Anne of Green Gables are like little box sets. So I keep those there. So that's a reminder all the time that I have these three series that I want to get Mm -hmm. through. So they're kind of in my face a lot. So that, which is good. It's a reminder. Yeah. And then the ones on this little shelf up here. Now there's just a handful of books up here. So yeah, that's kind of it. Nice. Mine, I find we have, um, I have to try and rein it in. I have to figure something out. My one shelf that's completely full, that's all good. But we have bookshelves kind of all over the house. So mm-hmm. whenever I see an empty shelf now, I've kind of started taking it over with books. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why when you ask me, like, how many bookshelves do you have? I'm like, uh, that's why I sounded like an idiot. I'm like, can she not count? I'm like, I don't know what they would add up to. Because on this shelf, I might have like my sweaters plus two shelves yeah. of books, like in the little cubby hole. And I like down in Mike's area, we initially had put up... Um, one whole wall covered with Ikea bookshelves, but Mm -hmm. it was mostly for the kids, like their Lego and stuff at their, when they were younger. Yeah. I've started taking that over (gasps) as well. So that's like mixed in with Lego and stuff. Oh, (laughs) so I also have another bookshelf, like an individual shelf that is um, children's books. So books that I had when I was a kid that I let my, that I kept for my, that, well, that my mom kept for me to give to my kids, which I read to them, but more that I loved more than they did. And also some of their, their favorite books that I purchased them is also on one shelf. That reminds me, yes, my children's yeah. books, because I have children's books and picture books. Yeah, those are on a, yes, yeah, the ones I've read, they're on a separate shelf. Yeah. Cause they, I don't like, I wouldn't mix those in with my adult books. Yeah. They would, they would sit kind of funny and wonky and stuff. So yeah. yeah. Can I just mention too, I just want to throw this out there because on my shelf upstairs here, this little shelf, I have an old rotary phone because I saw this video where they were asking 20 something year olds how to use a rotary phone. And this yeah. dad, the dad said, I'm going to give you three minutes to make a phone call. I mean, it wasn't attached to anything. They just said, yeah, he wanted to see how they did it. It was hilarious. It was so funny. <laughs> so my little five-year-old grand niece, Sidonia, I thought, I don't want anyone to ever make a video of her where she does not know how to do something and people laugh at her. So I bought this phone (laughs) and here's the thing. We now, it sits on that shelf. Every time she comes over, she says, can we play phone? And she knows how to dial and we talk and we make up the most, she's, that kid's going to be a writer someday because she makes the most, makes up the most incredible stories and they are hilarious and I just play along. So when you see the picture on Instagram, you'll see the the old fashioned like 1940s or 50s old black phone. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Hey, so what are you reading right now? Okay. I am almost finished. I am reading Demon Copperhead by (gasps) Barbara Kingsolver. Yes. How far into it are you? I'm about three quarters, maybe a little more, actually. I think I have less than 100 pages left to go. This is a honker of a book. I know. So can yeah. I just ask? Do you yeah. don't, don't say too much because nope. I know you'll talk about no it later. Yeah. But just in general, yeah. how are you? How are you? Are you loving it? How are you feeling about it? I am really enjoying it. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, so I really, I've read quite a few of King Solver's books in the past, not all mm-hmm. of her books. Mm-hmm. So I, she is an author that I enjoy. So I was going to read this anyways when, it, when I'd heard it was published. But there has been such that 
darn book buzz. There's been so much buzz around this book Mm -hmm. that I think even though it's an author I enjoy, that it was just like so built up in my head that I expect it to like on page one to just be like, oh my God, best book ever. Yeah. And I'm not getting that, which is fine, but I am really enjoying it. And the more I'm like, the further I'm going into it, the more I am enjoying it. I think I really am going to end up loving it. Good, Um, yeah. Just what she's written it is and the more i think about it like it's it's amazing what she's what she's done yeah with this book but it's that damn book buzz yeah i can't wait to hear more about it too after you finished it and to see yeah because when i saw like you said it's a honker of a book and i thought eh, i'm not sure if i'll read that and i've only, i think i've read only read two of her books i think from the past but yeah you'd ha- you'd have to really really convinced me to mm. tackle it. So that's why I'm really curious when you get to the end, yeah. looking back what you think of it. So I can't wait to hear that. I'll let so. you know. Cool. Yep. Cool. And what are you reading? And so I have decided to, uh, I just realized I have only read two nonfiction books all year, which I cannot believe what? because I, I know. And I think that I'd be, I'm going to be honest. I think that's part of my reading slump. I yes. think I've kind of forgot about my nonfiction, which is more what I read than fiction. And I think that's what caused my slump a little yes. bit. So I just I'm finished. Shocked. I I was too. Yeah. I, I went back and started looking and went, oh my gosh. So I am committing. I'm going to see. I am committing to the Ted Kennedy biography, which right. I started reading. Yep. Uh, I don't know how, like it's been a while. I started it a while ago, but it's, it's like 600 pages yeah. or something. And so I too. just, but I have to tell you, Every time I read it, I can't put it down. The writing is exceptional. I feel like every sentence is interesting. And I'm not kidding you. When I say every sentence, I cannot put this thing down. So I said to myself, you know what? You're only at like 125. You got to like really commit and put some time into this because I really am enjoying it, but I am a little put off by the size of it. So I'm not going to lie. That's kind of, you know. It's kind kind of causing me a little bit of a a little bit of a block, but but I will say that at around page two hundred, Chappaquiddick comes up, and yes. I know I'm yes. going to really be interested in that whole section. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited to get to that point as well. But yeah, I just had I think this author John A. Farrell, I think he is amazing, and he's written a book about Richard Nixon that I think I may actually want to read as well. And I hope he just does more in the future because his writing is just so compelling. It's just so fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that is what I'm reading. Very cool. Very cool. I'll also throw it that I've also reading my nonfiction is Gathering Moss by Robin Wall Kimmerer, author of Braiding Sweetgrass. So this was her first book. And how, how are you liking that? I'm loving it. You know, I really like plants. I like botany. Mm-hmm. And I love how she puts... Mosses are really cool. I got to say, she makes them cool. Yeah. And I love how she gives you lots of botany and lots of the science and about the life cycle of these mosses and the ecology. And then these little life lessons at the same time. It's yeah. really beautiful. Yeah, she's a beautiful writer. All right. Well, I think this has been, I hope people are kind of interested in this topic of our bookshelves. And we would love to say that if you could, you know, post pictures of your bookshelves, we would love to see that. So what, yeah, tag us, 
If you post them, definitely tag both of us. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, we will see you again soon. Yeah. Keep on reading. Thank you for joining us on our bookish journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing Canada Reads American Style wherever you listen. You can connect with the podcast and Rebecca on Instagram at Canada Reads American Style and with Tara at On a Branch Reads. Until next time, keep reading.